It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, at Steve Diddy. And if a very low energy today, Daryl, as usual, follow the group at UK Packers. Get onto Patreon, get onto Facebook, all that good stuff. At Daryl J. O'Brien. I think, what did you say you were, what stage of grief are you in now, Daryl? I've moved into the fourth stage of grief now, which I believe is acceptance. It's not. It's not acceptance. I don't accept mm. any of this. What I would like to say in the world we live in, they may have got more points than us, but we won. We won the game. Everyone knows it. Mm. Everyone knows we won the game. Um, we're going to get the result overturned um, because we won the game. They were false points. Do you know what I want to do fraud. as well? Fraud in those points. It was fraudulent. what? Fraudulent, yeah. It was fraudulent. Stop yeah. the count. Yeah, the count. I, I would like to say stop the count, but then they would have beaten us by more. That's just the way this thing was going. Um, yeah. yeah, look, we're not getting on to, to you know, I don't know, bum, bum anybody out. But I think, you know, we have to talk about our thoughts in the game. And there's a few things that I want to raise, some sort of tropes that are going around. Well, one of them is, is that, um, you know, I took down, because what this is, um, let's warn people, right? This is literally like a, not a hot take or a quick take or whatever. It's our instant reaction after the game Um, and going through it and stuff will. Brady McGeddon. Yeah, because like, look, one of the things was, is that that play by Aaron Rodgers, where at the end of the game, uh, it's the famous yeah. one where we kicked the field Thanks, goal yeah. and on third yeah. down that he totally could have ran that in or got close. Now, had we reacted last night to that, I would have been uh, way less, I don't know, have have a worse perspective. I'm just going to put it that way. Uh, but what we since mm-hmm. found out was is that Aaron Rodgers saw that he could have potentially ran it in. He thought a defensive player would close him down beforehand, but he also thought that he had another shot on fourth down. Um, and he said had he, and he picked that play on third down which came off earlier in the game according to him so he said that had he known Matt LaFleur had planned to kick it he would have called something different there um, like crossing routes or whatever but he didn't go that way he went another way because he assumed that was his second last try um, to punch it in so that's important Matt LaFleur the reason he went and did what he did which you know we don't necessarily agree with I don't know how you feel about it but I don't necessarily agree with it um, is that he had the two-minute warning and the three timeouts and the defense, in fairness to them, um, had got purchased. Brady looked totally rattled before that, to be fair, because he was banging interceptions all over the place. Um, so he thought, I've effectively four timeouts to get the ball back. And we would have, had there not had that PI call, which is the second trope I want to raise here, is that it's okay to say that we got screwed by the refs on that call because they weren't calling yep. it all game. And we yep. did make the defensive stop. So in a way, Matt LaFleur's intention did come true however kevin king who had an absolute oh, shocker God. of a game yeah. he was a disaster uh, yeah. he came in for some serious um i'm probably right the criticism he got after that was total yeah it was awful in everything he did it was almost as if the books had paid him to make an i've never seen him play that bad yeah, but that but he is hot and cold that way, right? I mean, there was the one it was the the, the one that was unforgivable giveable for me, which also leads me to believe. Now I'm we we have almost a policy on the podcast is not to lose our heads and not calls yeah. call for people's sackings and all that yeah, type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. However, it's the it's what Lafleur said after the game when it came down to that touchdown that we gave up, uh, and King gave up, and the coverage gave up with Mike Petten uh, playing man coverage um, and not giving any help over the top. And Scotty Miller goes in for the easy touchdown. You can't go all in on Brady in an obvious passing you can't situation. Be doing that. 
that you, you can't, can't be doing that. Be doing that. You know, and you it's just it, that kind of gets King in the crosshairs and also gets uh, yeah. Peyton in the crosshairs, jaw boys. You know, I don't think I know. I don't think King will be back for sure. Um, I didn't oh, like his demeanor either, and again, body language no. expert. But he was kind of, I felt he was smiling on the pitch almost. There after was a that, bit of swagger. There was a bit of swagger off him. Um, um, you know, sometimes that happens when people are embarrassed. They um, they react weirdly to things like that. Um, yeah. But it, it was it was a cluster um, of uh, F W. Um, yeah, it was a cluster F. Um, but <laughs> what uh, the F? Yeah, I mean, it they got it wrong at every level. It was the floor. I mean, I and I get the floor's excuse. Some people see it as inexcusable play. You have to play what's in front of you. To be fair, he relied on something that maybe he didn't have. I can see where he's saying I effectively had four timeouts. We're going to get the ball back. We didn't. Um, maybe yeah, there is that old trope: take the points that are available to you. Mm. Um, do you? Do you always take your points, or do you go for the big play to try and win? At that point, we could just we would have just drawn. Um, I actually just don't see in any of the tarot cards that we were going to win that game. It was not our night. Nothing went our way. The calls from Petten, the calls from Lafleur, they were all bad. Yeah, um, like, I, I, but I'm trying to get perspective on this as well, right? And again, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always the case of like not trying to run away with it. Now, last night I was way more critical of the whole thing, mm. um, and rarely for me because usually I'm on the group account. But I, I went onto my personal account, you know, to uh, release some demons. One of those was the King play, yeah. and then that happened yeah. literally uh, ten seconds before yeah. he made that tug. Now, what I will say is, is that that. That was pass interference. So, like, we can't. Yes, I don't think we can bemoan that he didn't foul him no. because he did. Uh, no. But what I would say is that they hadn't called it all game. So, here's the trope: we're allowed to be upset yep. that the decision went their way with the refs, um, whilst also acknowledging the fact that we bet ourselves in the game because how many interceptions did we get from Brady? Uh, Jair played lights yeah. out, and yet we couldn't yeah. capitalize on the points. Yeah. But again, to put that slightly into perspective. Not that it, he made a, a big impact on the night, but Aaron Jones fumbles, injured, yeah. and is out for the game, yeah. which also hogties Lafleur to call what he wants to call Daryl. You know, it's not the normal game. Yeah, plan. yeah, no, it's not anymore. He's he's now he's still playing Plan B, Plan C. We we missed we missed Bakhtiari. You know, Jonesy being out, and he, he to be fair, he wasn't in a great game anyway. Yeah, um, it's just, just I don't know. There's no other way. I've been thinking about it, and I was getting angry, and I was thinking, Do you know what? Isn't it great that we care enough? that it hurts when it hurts like this and that's just that's what it gets from supporting a sports team you win some you lose some the the funny thing is and we've said it all season when they play well everyone ignores the things that aren't exactly right when they play badly all people talk about are the glaring holes and pet yeah. needs to go and the floor is an amateur and he needs to go and will Aaron Rodgers be here next season of course he will be you know like you know all these things if people just they seem to scream louder when something goes wrong we lost um, it's a fact that we can you can sit there all day and you can dismantle all of the things we should have done but let's face it I actually think if the game was twice as long we weren't going to win it we just weren't going to win well it. that's an important point as well right because we said it before on quick snaps didn't we that if we win mm -hmm. this game no one's going to say anything and everyone has yeah. to shut their mouth if we lose the game well then all of the old stuff starts to come up again yeah. like I as you say like I heard Bakhtiari being mentioned but then everyone was saying how great the O-line was up to this point yeah. so it's oh, amazing yeah. the way you yeah, know yeah. It, it's it literally one game there was a it was a stinker of a game but oh, it's horrible you know watch, yeah. all, all of a sudden everything gets blamed it's like oh backyard yep. is out and then then of course people went back to the draft and then Aaron makes his comments but I took notes um, as I went along in the game of all the stuff mm. that went wrong 
before I run through these sort of off the top of the down type of notes uh, during the game, is there any of what's on your good and bad list, or do you have anything to say before I go and start reaming through this stuff? No, I think I'm that yours is going to be like mine. I think because as we were texting each other last night, I think you're going to hit off most of mine. So I think run through them because I'm I'm emotional. Yeah, well, look, it's, all the fields. if you watch any program like Air Crash Investigators, which is always a great thing to land on, especially when you're going oh, on holidays later. That's a land there. on. Yeah, land on amazing. Yeah. Yeah, nice. brilliant, right? I nice. didn't even mean that, but like I'm going to take props that for that. Really Will I edit that out? Will I edit it in? Just no, I think you leave that in. Yeah, leave it in. Yeah, it's amazing. You yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's what I had. So first off, um, MVS was fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Um, young lad stepped up. Alan Lazard again, fantastic. And I think it was yeah. Peter Bukowski uh, put out on his thing everyone you know criticizes that we needed to draft a wide receiver and look at the numbers that we we got yeah. from those boys right yeah um, alexander was absolute chapeau to him my man he was brilliant yeah jr alexander unbelievable as well so there's a an outstanding cornerback you look at um kenny clark unbelievable yeah. in the middle we stopped the run but then you look at he tackled he tackled three people in one tackle it was amazing yeah he's unreal i mean he's yeah. immense um so Devonte adams drops that touchdown and i went back and looked at that and i was like oh well it was a tough catch but he actually had it in his hands and he dropped it yeah i wouldn't yeah. pile on tay love the guy but that's no. one of the things that went wrong um he missed a wide open Lazard trying to force the ball to Devontae Adams as well. So that was a mistake on Aaron Rodgers. There's one other thing that I want to bring up that's very important and I'll do it now in a sec. Uh third and fourteen and they beat us yeah. with a screen play. You yeah. know, and I'm like, really? Fourteen yards? Uh third and long floaters and Savage was on the coverage on one of those third and longs so and he vash. should have made so he was not so vage in that play, no. I'll tell you what. Um He was garbage. Garbage. <laughs> garbage um, it's a totally different type of scent which leads me on to my yeah. next one a crap punt so we got a bad yeah. one of those as well oh, dear there God, was two we... dropped interceptions there was one I don't even know who it was but they came in on the ball and they almost they pulled their hands away from it can't remember who it was I don't know whether it was Sullivan um, yeah, A-Rod got Sullivan, sacked yeah. a ton yeah. Yeah. Um, A-Rod got intercepted which never usually happens King on the Scotty Miller touchdown was horrendous oh. the secondary yeah. was poor Um Rogers should have run it on third and goal. Kevin King, I have as utterly hopeless. And then holding on the last possession was the icing on the cake. Um, Lazard not looking for the ball um, on a run option in the end zone where Aaron Rodgers kind of leathers the ball and it goes over yeah, his he, head. Lazard kind of got switched off. I think, he, he, to be fair to him, he was he was in the right position for a few of them. And I, all of a sudden, when, I, when he re- I think he started to throw a bit of a strop as the game went on because he kind of realised, well, if you're not going to throw the ball to me, I'm not going to bother getting into position. It was almost as if they were having a bit of an argument out there because he he did, he was never he was never running routes out of all. He was basically standing off everything and it was very frustrating to watch. Yeah, like there was um, that one, I think it was even on, where was it? Yeah, it was the, uh, I can't remember, was it Aaron Nagler put it up today? He put it up where he'd showed that there was a play and it was just simply designed to go to Devontae and everything else was just deception because yeah. Devontae was yeah. cutting across yeah. and then reversed. Um, and it showed then lads sort of tripping over each other. So there was an element of, of that to it. Um, King, Kevin King got beaten all game. And he got beaten so badly that he was just grabbing at people the whole time or chasing yeah. them or whatever. He was making badly timed jumps. Um, the defense get two interceptions, which I hear, and we go three and out all those times. I think, what did we get? Three interceptions, I think, on the yeah, night. We went it. three that's and right. out twice, and then we yeah. got the yeah. field goal in the other one. Again, um, we just did not capitalize on that. I mean, no. th- th- their, their games, that game could have turned on those moves. Um, it was very fr- frustrating, and you know, we tell we we did say in the quick snaps if we if it starts out like it did in October, um, in our first meeting, 
we're going to be in trouble. And yeah. the three things I wrote down on my notepad for today was pressure, third down, and turnovers. And they were exactly the same three things that I had in mind after the October game. And if and what we said as well, if they get at Rodgers and they get at him consistently, we're going to be in trouble. He was under pressure on 16 of his 53 dropbacks. That's a, so they worked it out. I think that's a, cr- a pressure percentage of 30.2. Brady, on the other hand, was under pressure on just five of his. So that's a pressure percentage of 13.5. And they didn't do well under pressure. Brady started to lose his head oh. towards the end of that fourth quarter. We were yeah. getting at him all the time. Um, but we just didn't pressure him enough. We didn't get at him early enough. If we'd have rattled him yeah. earlier in the game. In other words, to be honest, it was a carbon copy of what happened. Apart from King playing so badly, I didn't see that happening. But pressure. It was the pressure that they put us under. We, yeah. we just couldn't handle that. And the lack of pressure that we put Brady under. It was so frustrating. Yeah. It was honestly, like, because Joan came and said, boy, you're so annoyed. Uh, you know, yeah. you look really annoyed. Are you all right? And I said, no, not really. And I, there was one of the kids' balloons was on the ground. And I said, this is the way Brady's throwing. That was like an absolute gob door, right? I was standing back <laughs> and just doing that whole, sh- like, swish yeah, yeah. movement because that's what he was doing. He was just literally yeah. sitting back there. And I've never seen so many floaters in the NFL, just these really lofty balls that he telegraphed where he was going with it, and yet somehow they just kept coming yeah. down. As we, you said, we third still down, couldn't get it. Yeah, yeah third down yeah. and fourth down is just absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Um, but here's the one thing that I want to mention, right? Is that people are looking at this, and we'll get this sort of Aaron Rodgers post game interview and all that kind of stuff now in a second, and all of these clickbait articles now coming out, which I think is the biggest load of balls. Maybe you think oh, different. It really is. No, um, absolute load of balls. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking at these and I'm looking at the particular um, mistakes by Aaron Rodgers, you know, trying to force it into Devontae a couple of times, not running the ball in at the end of the game. Um, like I would not criticize the MVP and he's done so much for us up to this point, but he doesn't try quite go the the full hog and then all of a sudden they lay it on his shoulders. But what I would say is, is that it's a lot more gray than it is black and white. So people keep going, oh, there it is again. Now the defense laid an absolute egg. I placed the default on them, you know, not getting pressure mm-hmm. and petting and all that kind of stuff, right? It did not help. We can't give the offense a get out of jail free card either. But I think when they took away the run, that's what we said. The only way to win this game is pressure on Brady. And when we did that, we started to get purchased yeah. and also set up the run which we didn't do and even LaFleur said that that he was overthinking it that when they got to the red zone or the goal zone whatever they used to call it um, that they weren't getting that purchase because they couldn't run the ball the way they used to so they weren't getting that off as well but here's what I would say is anybody who keeps thinking it's as simple as we're wasting Aaron Rodgers prime he's also part of this team um, he mm-hmm. also has made mistakes that uh, potentially caught like coupled with everything else cost us the game so anytime anybody says to me oh yeah well, we're wasting Aaron Rodgers prime I'd say well why didn't he run it in uh, why didn't he find Alan Lazard who was wide open why did he try to shove it to Devontae Adams why did you know and you can come up with all of these yeah. reasons why how he contributed to the loss because everybody did everybody contributed to the loss yeah. because it's a that team sport that was a sport. team loss that was a team yeah. loss from the top to the bottom because we can't say that Super Bowls are a quarterback stat or not a quarterback stat and a team stat, but then try pull Aaron Rodgers from the team and to say that the team has done him wrong. That's not the way it is. Now, had the defense got any stops and done any type of performance that they had and had the offense scored 30 points like they have uh, all season, well, then we would have been in a better uh, position yeah. or whatever. But Yeah, I mean, um, I, yeah, I mean I, so I think we, what we'll do, I think, as, as you suggested before we started this one, this one is just our initial thoughts after the game. I think we'll go into a deep dive, I think, because we've plenty of time now to do this uh, unfortunately but I think we'll do a deep dive as, and, and go through 
the state of the team, the state of the roster, who's going to be there next year, who isn't. I yep. can guarantee you Aaron Rodgers is going to be there next year, so let's oh. just draw a line under that straight away. And this whole, and it did annoy me, and as you say, it's just clickbait articles that are out there now, and everyone likes to, loves their, there's some people out there absolutely losing their minds over the MVP not playing in the Super Bowl. You know, just all this nonsense. Mm. Um, but if you look at the difference a quarterback can make, would you have put the books in the, in the, in the Super Bowl this time last year no you wouldn't have you know Brady was there Brady did his thing Rodgers did not do his thing for us so yes uh, uh, you know if a quarterback can make a massive difference as we as we all know Brady will tell you that he he knows full well but it's one of those things of have we wasted Aaron Rodgers career no he could have gone somewhere else he didn't have to stick around he didn't have to stay with Green Bay he believes in that in what Green Bay is uh, and hopefully he'll continue to believe in it the interview he gave and um, you know, again, you're you're getting to a man when he's extremely raw yeah. emotions. He's saying things that are coming. To, I mean, you could say that about you know Rogers picks his words very carefully. He chooses them carefully. He doesn't just spit out any old nonsense. But let's face it, what I was thinking about the game and what I was saying about the game last night versus what I'm saying about it today, it's a lot more rational today in yeah. the clear light of day. Um, I'm just a fan. I wasn't the man involved in it. So you look at Rogers. He was going to come out with some things like, are you going to be here? No, I really don't know. I really need to think about it. He used the word gutted, I don't know how many times. Mm. Uh, so you've got to leave it there. Um, I think that's all you can say about it. He's got three years left to run in his contract. He's going nowhere. And that's the thing. I mean, look at LaFleur. I honestly think he was about to cry for the majority yeah. of his post-match presser. Yeah. Um, and we saw him get emotional when he took the job for the Packers. Um, so this is an emotional guy. And I've never seen him before because he's. I always think that he's a bit of an odd interview, that he, he got better in his second year. But, you know, he tries to pick his words. He comes across like he just doesn't want to really say a whole lot. But like he turned around a couple of times in that interview, I think, and said, I don't know. Like someone said something to him and he yeah. goes, look, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah. what I will say is as well. To prove your point about Aaron Rodgers, um, I feel that it, with McCarthy, especially at the end, he wouldn't try Mincy's words. And he, they talk about him regretting, I think it was that game against Buffalo, uh, regretting mm. the fact that he kind of threw him under the bus there. And apparently people were saying that's the time. Rob Demosky was on the podcast and he was like, that was the time that everyone seen that McCarthy's days were numbered there. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Rodgers has been, because of all the media tropey conversations about him not getting along with LaFleur, um, he's been very praisy and saying, oh, that's all Matt and all, oh, it's all his system. I know my place and all this type of stuff. Yet when they asked him what was the story with the field goal unit at the very start of the interview, and um, mm. I love around the NFL podcast, we're like, oh, well, he picks his words very wisely, you know, and then doesn't yeah, like yeah. to throw him under the bus. But he did, though, you know, and that kind of thing of he's sort of saying, well, it's not my decision. Now, do I disagree with him saying that? No, I don't. I think it's fine. It's an absolutely fine comment. The head coaches are came on then and took the responsibility. So that's absolutely yeah, fine. And it is. it is his play call. And he's letting the media know that after a really tough loss and for the reason that even he believes, obviously, that he could have won that game or certainly tied it up, um, you know, behind by eight. Now, they would have to get the touchdown and they have to get the two-point yeah, conversion. I mean, and they it, hadn't it done wasn't it. a done deal at no. all. It, hasn't, it wasn't a done deal at all, but I agree with that. And I didn't think there was anything nasty in no, what he said. He basically way. just deflected the media and said... I, it just that was not my call. I made other calls. Yeah, that wasn't my call. Yeah, uh, you know. So I, I, I didn't see anything nasty about it at all. I just thought he was, he was just delineating, going, "We have plans. I do this, and he does that." Yeah, and it's sort of saying, like, "Look, I know that you don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. Like, we all don't agree with our boss from time to time. Yeah. That's what people yeah. meet and talk about around the the water cooler, you know. Um, and either way, your boss might be right or wrong. Now, that could have worked out. It could have not worked out. It didn't. So Matt Lafleur has to take the fall for that. But what I would say is yeah. that kind of proves how raw the interview was. Is that Aaron Rodgers has been so pensive and so careful about what he's saying and he sort of just comes right out with it then um, in the interview just showing that it is raw and as well as that he you know 
it, you, someone can do something to you and you can take the high ground about it and treat it the way you probably should do it, the same as Aaron Rodgers did when they draft Jordan Love. But at the same time, mm. you can't force somebody to react that way. And after a tough loss, and as he said, it's an absolute grind now with the one bye week, and they get to this point, and he's not—he's always real conscious of his age because that's what he mentions all the time in every yeah, single yeah. interview. So he knows, like that, you know, he's getting up there, and he's like, this is a year that we've seen, you know, Drew Brees retire, uh, Philip Rivers retire, Matt Stafford is moving away from the Lions, so he knows his days are numbered too. So, you know, he probably wants in the cold light of day, like you said, to to use the whole oh, I had some scotch, but now he's looking at the fact that they drafted his successor now be it all down the line and he sees that the time is ticking so that's what those pensive comments are about but don't let anyone get it twisted is that he's definitely going to be in Green Bay next year if it's not <laughs> I will uh, eat this podcast which you can't do because it's intangible but I'll eat it anyway yeah okay good because it means even if you lose you can't do it can't do it well you know I'll try to find a way yeah uh, anyway any more thoughts thoughts on the no, game that's it I think it's one of those ones you just have to dust yourselves off get up and get back on it I mean we're going to have a nice long postseason. hey by the way are you going to watch the Super Bowl um, yeah you know I'm a football guy yeah. I'm a football guy who are you going to watch it who are you up for yeah I'm going to watch it who are you going to support do you know what no I won't will I go there okay, go will there. I say it Go on. Do you know what? I just think I obviously hate to my heart that we lost. No one can question that. My face is on a logo that I do every day, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But when you look at the Brady story, you're kind of thinking, okay, well, I'll give it to the old man. You know, like he switches teams and then he brings them to the Super Bowl. Whatever about Matt Schneidman said it now, he's an actual neutral, not like us where we're fans. Oh, yes. But when you look at the, like I said on the radio, I really don't suffer from that, you know, Brady hate syndrome. So for Brady to get in against Mahomes, look here's what would have been obviously great the Bills get in and the Packers get in and everybody had sort of a story and everybody you'd look at and go oh that's magic for this reason but to see Mahomes who's the future and to see Brady who's the past leading into the future you know there's something kind of um, very I don't know Hollywood well, I would, and book. I was about to say that as well and, and like I was going to say I actually would like to see the books go and do this now purely for that that storyline I'd like to see Mahomes to be put back in his box yeah. by a man who's old enough to be his poppy yeah. um, you know so it's one of those things to be honest I'll watch it um, I'll watch it with, in, with pain it's a like pained expression on my face do you know what it is though it's kind of like that moment and I'll never forget and I, I don't show and really any interest in whatsoever it was just more of a cultural thing when Pete Sampras got bet by Roger Federer oh, and Federer dropped to yeah. his knees and started crying in Wimbledon that time and I remember looking at him going like we all knew this was Sampras's last rodeo so why did you yeah. beat him how could you yeah, beat him wh- who the why, hell are why you why would you hurt Pistol Pete yeah. why did you hurt Pistol Pete but, but then Federer came along and he's an artist and I love him yeah but that's the thing I mean look how good he became and you're Mahomes yeah. we don't have that question he's a half a billion yeah. dollar man but it's just it's yep. that kind of thing of the young versus older when it's like when you beat your dad at an arm wrestle for the first time and you're sort of you know you're like yes I got and then you start you go into your room and have a little cry because you're like you did I just have beat my... never you've never beaten dad in an arm wrestle no but like, I mean never. I'm going to hit the gym her dad is yeah, freakishly he... strong neither, neither have I so let's not let's, I mean I tell that story all the time like, yeah. do you remember the first time you've bet your dad in an arm wrestle uh, no it's, but that's <laughs> the thing it's just figurative you know for us yeah, it's just it's, completely figurative it's better than the David Goliath thing it's, it's more emotive um, the f- oh you're talking about your daddy or my daddy uh, oh you oh, see our daddy from carrying on. the milk around he's just so strong yeah milkman Pat Mustard postman Pat Mustard you gotta get up early to catch me father Oh, what is it does he leave it out his trousers and what does he say yeah. oh jeez ah, fucking trousers <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who uh, doesn't know that reference that's a Father Ted reference yeah. look it up 
Um, so yeah, I guess that's all we can say about uh, that. We can come on, but look, the thing is, and this, I leave it on I'll, not a not a sort of what am I trying to say? A contrived uh, positive note. However, we were all so high on this team and we're also high in Matt LaFleur and his play calling and Aaron Rodgers has an MVP season and all of a sudden there's this really dark cloud and Packer Twitter yeah. is just cannibalising itself again. So the thing is, look, we have a great team. We have a good foundation. We don't know what parts are going to be back next year, uh, but no. we've seen the GM and we've seen the coach get the best out of people that you know others had written off. So, you know, let's focus on the positives and where we got to. Yeah. That's uh, so what we're going to do next, I think. I think with the next few podcasts, I think we'll maybe look at the roster, take a look at who's there, who's not, yeah. who, who, who's going where, Roger's obviously staying. Um, and then maybe we'll do some more interesting stuff in the postseason. Yeah. Um, and um, we'll get dust ourselves off and get on with it. We do. And look, if you want something to look forward to, that Matt Black Mason Crosby mini is coming out on patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. And that's going to be a Patreon-only draw. Also, uh, I'll be getting another big pile of March over from the States as well. March and dice. And if anybody, I'm going to say this as well, if you get to this stage in the podcast, the two people that are listening. Hi, Mom. Um, Hi, Daddy. And be listening back editing. But if you get to this yeah. point <laughs> in the podcast, uh, if there is an item that you're looking for that's signed, let me know, will you? Because if it's here and it's came over in the March bundle, I'll try to get that out to you. Um, if not, well, then I'll be placing an order in the States. So, you know, you don't have to pay scalpers 250 to 300 pounds uh, for items. That's what we're that about here. That would be silly. That yeah. would be very silly. Um, you'd be very silly to do that. You'd be surprised, though. So that's it from at Steve Diddy NFL from the Paddy Packer on Instagram, which even after this loss is still. Oh, my God. That's so racist. And from at Daryl J. O'Brien so um, as well on Twitter. Give him a follow. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I'm on Twitter at the minute. I have 102 followers. There you go. Thank you, internet. And only 34.7% are Russian bots. Russian bots. Kinky. Um, I'd like to wish everybody a good day and look, keep the chin up, keep the head up, all right? Uh, we've got a week to recover and we'll be back. It's gone once weekly now, the podcast went. So we'll be back what? next week. Oh, yeah. I've just. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Sorry about that. We're only doing this once a week now? Yeah. Oh. All right. Why are you doing cartwheels? Why is your clothes off? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, talk to you next week. <laughs>